2: Today, 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast
3: welcome back packers fans to the pack a day podcast thursday is upon us another weekend is almost here it is already march which is crazy i am jason Perone, <laughs> half of your thursday Pack-A-Day podcast crew. You can also find some of my work over at Game On Wisconsin, where I do the Quick Slants podcast that is still on a bit of a hiatus, pending any major major news, which we still don't have. Along with me, as always, Mark Eckel over on the warmer East Coast. Mark, it was Aaron Rodgers has emerged from the darkness. Yes, he has. Yes, yes he has. So he went on to the Aubrey Marcus podcast that I don't think half of us had heard of no. until earlier this week <laughs> when it was announced that Rogers would go on that podcast.
2: Heck, you know he was going to come on ours.
3: That's uh, right. I, and then Aubrey and, and then Aubrey there. stepped in.
2: He narrowed it down to us or Aubrey. And he said, "You know, I don't. He, you know, he went on Aubrey. That's okay.
3: Yeah, he went on. Okay, that's fine. They, you know, they're good friends now. They're yeah. they're they're really good friends since two years ago or a year and a half ago, I guess." And he, he went to a bunch of games this past year. And, and so they've become brothers, as they referred to each other, several times on the podcast. And so I did listen to the majority of it just to hear what Rodgers had to say. He didn't make any kind of declaration or decision on what no. he's going to do football-wise. But he did think about it while he was in there. And I know some of our audience wants to know what the result of it was. So if you haven't heard it or you haven't checked out what was going on with it, it was a, it was about an hour and a half, Rodgers and uh, Aubrey had a conversation and talked about a bunch of stuff that that he thought about. But he did talk a little bit about football. He was in this dark retreat for four days. He did specifically say he he pondered the idea of retirement. He pondered the idea of playing. But I think that was all part of the of the deal. Now he did say this wasn't the main reason why he went into this. He said it was just to disconnect, reset. You know, disc you get a put the phone down. Just really kind of get in touch with yourself, right? Because how often do we get a chance to do that? And I thought to mm-hmm. myself, well, how often do most of us get a chance to just go in a dark room for four days and the rest of our family isn't like, hey, I got four days worth <laughs> of laundry that you didn't do while you were gone or, or something like that, errands or whatever it be, right? So good you know, good for him that he doesn't have some of those well, things. Oh, you know,
2: to... not for nothing. Aaron Rodgers is unique yeah. in a lot of ways. He really is. Not, I, not just as a, you know, one of the greatest football players to ever play, but he's single. Which for 39 and single, that's not, that's, that's kind of rare,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
2: no kids. Mm-hmm. That's also relatively rare, right? I mean, most 39 year old men, if they're not married, they have kids from a prior marriage or from a relation, whatever. So, I mean, no wife, no kids, not real close to his family. We've learned through the years. Mm-hmm. He he can he can go away for four days and nobody there's nobody that's really missing him or so right. to speak you know what I'm saying right like, right and again I'm, I'm and I'm not saying that in any kind of a bad way I'm just pointing out that I don't I don't know many 39 year old men that don't that, that that can do that 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 don't have the responsibilities that Aaron Rodgers doesn't have you know what I'm saying
3: well there's also a lot of guys his age or that played NFL football period that can't do a lot of the things that Aaron Rodgers can do so I guess sure. to. The they say is to the victor goes the spoils. So one thing that listen,
2: that... I like Aaron Rodgers. I do. I like him on and out. I, I think he's. I admire his uniqueness. I do. I really do. I, I. don't. I'm not. Like I said, I've said this on on our on our podcast for the last couple of weeks, months, whatever. If he's not playing for the Packers next year, as long as he's not playing against the Packers, I'm going to want to see him do well. If he's with the Jets or Tennessee or wherever, that'll be my second favorite team. Okay. They really well un, unless let me throw this unless out there unless the Packers get a, a pick next year from that team <laughs> and then of course I I won't want that team to do well because I don't want that pick to be you know the third pick in the draft instead of the 29th pick in the draft you more know primo yeah other than that I'm, I'm I'm you know I would want to see him succeed I don't, I'm I don't hold any Aaron Rodgers has given me a lot of excitement as a Packer fan through the years so I don't wish any ill will on on him if he goes anywhere else.
3: He's given us all, yeah, he's given us all a lot of excitement. So I'll ask you, is your positive take on Rodgers, does it, is it influenced at all by the fact that as a writer, it's, he's great for content or is oh, it just, yeah. is it more of just your personality and like, Hey, you, you dig his vibe.
2: No, writing aside. No, as a fan, as a Packer fan, as a writer, I, yeah, I, I, I like him because yeah, he gives you a lot to write about, but no, as a Packer fan, you know, I try to separate now Packer writer, Packer fan as a Packer fan. No, I like him because he was a great quarterback for all these years and always gave the Packers a chance to win games and win. You know, I know he only won one Super Bowl, but before Tom Brady winning one was pretty good. Dan Marino never won any in Miami. Sure. You know, Dan Phelps never won any in San Diego. Donovan McNabb didn't win any in Philadelphia. Uh, I can go on and on about guys who never won one. You know, Drew Brees only won one in New Orleans. So, I mean, winning one, you know, but they were always in the mix for most, not every, you know, they, again, this, this was only the fifth time in 31 years that the Packers missed dad had a losing record 55 like, and 30 some years that's that's, that's not, pretty good
3: not bad remember how celebrated it was to win a super bowl as a quarterback and <laughs> now because yeah. of brady Only. yeah brady ruined everything and <laughs> <It> ruined everything
2: <laughs> but anyway yeah he um, did
3: well so so rogers did say so back to what i was i was going to kind yeah. of i mean i don't want to spend a ton of time on this because he really didn't right. say much i mean uh, he didn't make any declarations there's mm-hmm. there's more to be decided and we know he that said Brent, he's
2: going to do it soon though
3: he's going to do it soon and we know that Brian Gutekunst spoke earlier in the week, and our Wednesday crew did a good job breaking down some of the comments that he made at the combine. We can touch on those briefly after after this. But one thing that Rodgers did say was, you know, on day he did specifically say on day three he he kind of pondered retirement. On day four, he pondered mm-hmm. playing again, and it just seemed like his stream of consciousness and the way he was talking about his progression of his mindset made it seem more likely than not that he probably doesn't want to be done playing. But there's a lot to be decided yet. I mean, he has to go back to Green Bay and. And not to, too green Bay, but he has to go back with and, and get with Brian Gutekunst and talk with him and talk through some of that stuff. It sounded like from what Gutekunst said, while we transition over that to a little bit, that there was more conversations that needed to be had with Rogers, but as has been discussed and said, and again, our, our team that did the Wednesday show um, covered this nicely. Brian Gutekunst is obviously gotten himself ready for the future. If that doesn't include Aaron Rogers based on what he said.
2: Right. No, I mean, Uh, listening to the general manager on Tuesday is Jordan Love will be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers in 2023. Mm -hmm. I'm convinced of that. I mean, he, he didn't hedge this time. He didn't. I mean, he, he he didn't come out. He, he's very good. Good is very good at handling the questions of media. He's not, he says things. He says just enough. He's not Ted who said, who basically didn't say anything. And he's not Ron Wolf who maybe said too much sometimes, but he made it in my mind. He made it pretty clear you know, I mean, he couldn't have said any, he, he couldn't have praised Jordan Love. I mean, I, I, I thought George, I thought he was talking about Patrick Mah- Mahomes sometimes when mm-hmm. he was talking about Jordan Love. I mean, I was like, wow, I mean, you know, and you know, early, like a few months ago, you know, he made comments like, you know, Aaron, Ro- yes, we want Rodgers back. Yes, we want Aaron. Oh yeah. You know, he still gives us our best chance to win. And we uh, and, you know Bob, he didn't say any of that. There was mm-hmm. none of that. There was well, we have to talk to Aaron, you know. And then have you talked to Aaron? No, just a couple texts. Uh have you talked to Jordan? Oh yeah, we talk every day. <laughs> well, right. wait a butt. So listen, I'll be I'll be very, very and I've been surprised before, but I'll be very surprised if Jordan Love is not the Packers starting quarterback in, in September. Yeah. I'll be very surprised. Now yeah. Roger that 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 means Rogers. And again, let's now you said Roger spent a whole day in his solitude contemplating retirement. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, I, I I told you this when when we were doing our little pre-show thing. Whether you're a football player, a doctor, a police officer, a, a write a reporter, when you start thinking about retirement, it's time to retire. As yeah. someone who retired, I I could speak about that. I mean, I never mentioned the word until the year I decided I was retiring. And you I you know, you just know and. I don't think you talk about it unless it's a real possibility. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a real possibility yeah. for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And 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 again, 18 years, 39 years old. Who would? I don't think anybody would say what he he's retiring. And I know he's leaving a lot of people. To, oh, he can't leave that money out there. He's got a lot of money. <laughs> he really, you know, it's not like he's gonna his he's gonna be you know looking for his next meal somewhere. He's got he's fine. and, and guess what? he'll get a job tomorrow doing if he wanted to be an announcer, if he wanted to be whatever he could get it, he'll get a big, he'll get, he's not, the money's not important. Mm -hmm. It really is. Right.
3: Right. No. Yeah. He's got,
2: I I mean, listen, someone on a, on a 1000th percent of the, of the, when I retired, I left money out there because I, but I was done. I didn't want to do it anymore. Right. And I'm sure other people, you know, I'm just, I'm speaking for myself, but I'm sure other people in other walks of life, tell you the same thing they knew it was time
3: yeah you have to get to a point you well, you have to get to a point where where you understand the value of things that aren't money right which is time and, and energy and effort and you know it's kind of like what you said too where what, and in what, his
2: case getting 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 his ribs broken his hand broken you know stuff like that
3: yeah all those kind of things i mean he did talk on the on the podcast as well he's got Dreams and aspirations after football. I mean, who knows? Maybe he wants to have a family. Maybe he wants to have kids. He's waiting until he's done playing to do that. Maybe he
2: wants to host Jeopardy.
3: Wants to host Jeopardy.
2: <laughs> or, or another game show. Something else. You know. Well that'll
3: that'll add that'll add to your T V lineup at night then, right? Or well, you already watch yeah, Jeopardy. Absolutely. You already watch it, so but <laughs> it, it, it that would add a little bit more intrigue into that. But yeah, I mean there's there's other things that he may want to do. I think it may come down to just you know, he goes back and says, hey, goes back to Goody. And he knows where the team stands and is like, hey, it sounds like you're moving on. I, I I, really do want to play. I don't know that I want to go play somewhere else, though. So I think I might just hang it up. Are you 100% sure? Goody's like, yeah, yeah. it's time to move on. And then that's it.
2: And then the next move is, okay, when are you putting number 12 up in the rafters?
3: Yeah, exactly. Ho-
2: probably, hopefully it'll be against the Bears. Yeah. That, be, that would be fitting, wouldn't it?
3: It would be. But, I'll, but the last time, so...
2: I uh, know Favre they lost when they put Favre up against Yeah, the I think the last two times they've unveiled, I don't
3: know if they did for Ted's game too. I think the last two times they unveiled someone's uh name, they didn't win the game. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was Favre against the Bears in 2015 and that I was just a, that. I think that was Thanksgiving and it was kind of a crap weather night and but Bart was yep. in the building and yeah, it that was, was like the, that was like one of the, the yeah, ironic, right? It's one of the one of the only times Jay Cutler and the Bears beat the Packers. Yeah. So, one of Rogers'
2: few losses to the Bears. Yeah. Some, yeah. might, some might say Rodgers lost on purpose. Yeah, to it was a play. dumb one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it night, but I won't go there.
3: It was a, oh, yeah, God. it was a dumb one. That was a really dumb one for sure. Uh, but So that's that's that on the Rodgers saga. I mean, again, not a lot of information to come out that came out of it there, and there's going to be more that will actually come out that's tangible probably hopefully next week because we're into March yeah, it's now. Yeah, it will be soon. It'll
2: be yeah. before, I mean, he kind of promised that it would be before free agency begins. That's the 15th.
3: Yeah, which is coming
2: yeah it's so it's gotta away. be
3: yeah i mean it's gotta be next week right i mean wait i would hope to hear something at some point
2: he'll probably announce it on on mcafee next tuesday
3: yeah maybe can that's my guess maybe mcafee can have technical difficulties and they'll have to delay their show until <laughs> wednesday, wednesday and then we'll break <laughs> we'll break it for the Packaday crew <laughs> yeah wednesday wednesday has had wednesday's had a lot of good fortune with roger speaking on mcafee yeah so that's helpful but in transitioning over, there were some other news that hit on Wednesday as well, which was that the Packers, which was kind of expected because it was it's something that um, I, I think was telegraphed a bit. They restructured Kenny Clark's contract and freed yep. up quite a bit of additional cap space. They and, and Mark, you had you had kind of more of the numbers there, but I mean yeah, the well, Packers, well,
2: yeah, just from what, what's been re- reported by the people that have that report so, that stuff. Kenny Clark alone saved them eleven million dollars mm-hmm. on the cap. Mm-hmm. So that puts them. They at one point when the, when the season ended, they were like sixteen point something million over the cap, and now they're like almost eighteen million under the cap. Sure. And they're not done. Right. Yeah. Next they'll is do David more. Bakhtiari, yep. They'll which yep. Which will save them another eight to ten, depending on on how they do it. I'm, I'm I'm guessing it's going to be like another eight to ten million. Yep. They're going to be among they'll be among the top ten in cap room.
3: Okay. When it's all said and done. Now I hope David, I hope that all of the people out there who lost their mind when the Packers were over the cap, when they signed all these contracts and extensions, they re-signed Rogers. They did the Bakhtiari contract. They extended Jair, did all those, all those deals and said, the Packers are going to be screwed. They can't even afford cap hell. They can't afford to. They're going to have to let go of Aaron Jones. They're going to have to let go of great players because they're doing all this and trying to go all in. What? Are they doing? And I just want to remind everybody, Ross Ball did not just wake up earlier this week and say, Whoa, I gotta create some cap room here. Let's let's do something with Kenny Clark's contract. All of these moves were calculated and they've probably been known and is part of the plan for potentially for years. This is yep. not this is not new. The Packers know what they're doing, and this is why it's it behooves you to understand the history a little bit here. The Packers don't end up in cap hell. No, they don't end up, you know, they don't have a ton of cap room and a ton of space and money to spend. But do you want to know what, you know, the teams that do have a ton of cap space, you want to know what's different about them than the Green Bay Packers? Mark, you know what it is.
2: They go three and 14.
3: Exactly. They're not as they're <laughs> not as good. They've got cap space because...
2: They have no good players. Because they've got issues. See, and the Packers could have been... Had they moved Rodgers last year, and again, I'm, that's, and we can, I don't want to go down that road. But it's the way to get a lot. The way to be good and have cap space is to have a good young quarterback still on his, like the Eagles had with Kalen. But now, guess what? They're in trouble cap wise
1: because
2: mm-hmm. and they got to pay because they got to pay Hurts. Mm-hmm. But for this, this past year, the year, and, and they took advantage of it by getting to the Super Bowl. Not didn't win it, but they got to the Super Bowl by having hurts make next to nothing and they're able to go out and trade for a.j brown and they're able to go out and when their run defense doesn't look so good they boom they sign in and then and 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 joseph and they 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 trade for the, the safety they got from new orleans johnson and they they signed brad bear i mean they were able to do a lot of things because they didn't they had, they had a quarterback making next and a, and a running back, the the two high paying positions usually. They had a quarterback making nothing and a running back, Miles Sanders, mm-hmm. making no, nothing, yep. both on rookie deals. Yep. But you know now that's all going to come to roost on them this year because they got to pay Hertz a ton of money. Sanders is a free agent. They got a bunch of guys that are, but uh, but that's you know that's another story. Green Bay, even with Rogers' contract, I mean, like like you said, Russ Ball, w- when he does these contracts, he does them knowing that. Okay, like so he's he signs Kenny Clark in whatever year it was 2021 or whatever year he, he got his big deal 2020 maybe whatever he they they do their contracts in such a way that they know okay in 2023 we can take this roster bonus and turn it into a signing bonus and stretch and stretch it out so the cap hit isn't what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. they the Packers and I've had agents tell me this they they do all their contracts are done. That they have the same formula now the money's obviously different for a kenny clark than it is for a dean lowry or you know every you know by it's not the same amount of money but it's the same formula they get x amount in a signing bonus for x amount for y amount of years and roster bonuses of z so but it's all the same formula the packers don't do things other teams do in terms of this here that and this and moving thing no you get a your guaranteed money is in your signing bonus. Right. And then you get your your money along the way, and they do roster bonuses, which can be turned into signing bonuses.
1: Yeah,
3: because you, you can, can pro- you can prorate those things. It's chess. Right. It's it's a chess game. Russ Ball's right. always thinking two and three steps ahead, yeah, as he should be.
2: That's his job. And again, from a player's standpoint, they're not hurting the player at all. Now, Aaron Jones, let's give Aaron Jones credit. He actually took a pay cut to stay right he actually he actually gave them some money back here and here's the here's the other thing too to that point now he did get money more money money up front so that kind of offset it a little bit because i don't know about you but i'd rather i'll 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 take eight million today over eight million over the course of a year yes
3: because you're you're here and alive today i mean i'm not trying to sound morbid but like you know there's there's nothing more you
2: know you give me eight million i'll put it in yeah anything. And the interest I'm going to get on it is yeah. going
3: to, you know, nothing. So, there's nothing more guaranteed than today. So, right. you know, the the next, over the next three or four years, great. That's money that you're going to earn. But if you get hurt or something happens or whatever, take the money now. Right. And the Packers so, can, the Packers know they can spread that out. So they've always done that. They knew they, the they, knew, too, they knew they knew they were going to, is what I'm saying. Well, they knew they were going to do this. They knew they were going to make all these moves to free up space. They knew they were going to be okay. They knew a year ago, That they weren't trading Aaron Rodgers, that they that what the cap situation was going to be this year. They knew what their situations were going to be. They knew what that, you know, if this, then this, they knew what all four or five scenarios were. They are they're already aware of what's going to happen. So no matter what, you know, they Goody can sit there and say, like, oh, we need to have more conversations with Aaron Rodgers, whatever. This is all what we've talked about before. It's GM speak, coach speak okay, it's fine. You know, no, no big deal. I did have some issues with what Matt LaFleur said at the end of the season, but I was also probably a little still raw emotion from the way they lost. But what's he, what's Gutekind's going to say? I mean, he's, he's got a, he's, if if he is trying to, if there is a possibility that there's going to be a trade that's going to go down, right? He's, he's got to make sure that that stays alive and he's got to also make sure that Aaron Rodgers plays nice because Rodgers can retire at any time. He's, He's holding that, you know, carrot over him. But I think the Packers also new looks and they didn't they are not surprised all of a sudden they're like oh my gosh Aaron Rodgers is 39 did you realize he could retire like this this you know it just if you if you follow social media and especially on Twitter they'll have you believing that everything that's happening day to day is surprising the Packers just as much as it is you and me it's not
2: surprising I'm I'm not surprised at any of it and neither are the Packers I I don't think you are
3: either no no, yeah, I'm I mean, not. I'm well, not I've in the point. This,
2: I, the, the this may... isn't the first thing I've ever dealt with.
3: Like, no, it's not. And you especially. I mean, you you have a little bit of a leg up because you've you've seen the inner workings of a team more from the inside. But the the overarching point here, if we haven't already come out and said it once again, is Russ Ball is really good at his job, yes. and we just we want to acknowledge that the Packers are very fortunate that they've got him there. And then overall, we can debate Brian Gutekunst and his his uh, player acquisition. He had a pretty good draft last year. If he has another really good draft this year, and they do move to Jordan Love, and the Packers improve, now they only have to improve from being one game under 500. Which, if you're Jordan Love, is a lot better than having to come in and say, "Well, this team was 13 and four and went to the NFC Championship game again last year, and now I'm taking the ball." Then I think I think every you know Goody and Russ Ball deserve even more of their due. But if nothing else, right now the big thing is the Packers are back. They're in the game. They're in it. And they can get after some talent, and and I don't know if you had anything well, anything first, else.
2: I think they're going to keep. They have a bunch of free agents
3: mm-hmm.
2: now. Some I'm, I think they've moved on from. I think they've decided we're not bringing this guy, but some guys back.
3: Yeah, well, um, Goody talked about the safety position, and Adrian Amos right. is there, so that would that yeah, would seem so to I indicate that. Is gone. Yeah, he's not coming back.
2: I think Dean Lowry's gone. I think mm-hmm. I think Alan Lazard is gone. I know there's reports that he, they're trying to bring. I don't, I don't believe them. I think he's gone. I think he said goodbye to the last game. I mean, he made it pretty clear he wants to move on. Mm-hmm. And again, he, he might, I don't know. I don't think Mercedes Lewis is back. Tunyon, I'm 50-50, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But I think, let me ask you, I'll, I'll ask you, who's the one guy you think they need to bring back? If you can only bring one guy back, who who you bring i Of the free agent.
3: For me, it's Kayshawn Nixon. It, yes. Yeah, it's Kayshawn Nixon. I, I was, I'm was i going on offense and defense, yeah, and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm Keyshawn like, Nixon. there's nobody that I'm like, oh, Kayshawn, Kayshawn. Yeah, Kayshawn
2: yeah. Nixon for sure. But that's, again, this... It took him forever. It took him since Desmond Howard to find a good return guy. Don't let him get away now.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate...
3: well let me ask you this Mark doesn't that even further accentuate the point about how good Goody and Russ Ball have done that they, they're not constantly sitting here having to sweat out letting their players that they want to keep go because they're have they they you know they're not in money trouble I mean they, they, that's a good problem to have that they only have like one player that's like hey we got to get this guy back and he's probably going to be a reasonable I mean the Packers can do it you would
2: think I mean right he's not going to kill him What's a good return? Whatever, the, whatever a good return guy gets, that's what you got to give
3: him. Well, he, they have the money now. That's the thing is people literally were like, oh, the Packers will be lucky to sign their draft class. They're never going to ha- not have money in the, in the hopper right. for the draft class. If the Packers are over the cap, months, right? if the Packers are over the salary cap, let me just give you a clue here. okay? If the Packers are over the salary cap, then it is January or February. Right. <laughs> that's it right that's that's it because they have to be under during the season and the league year starts in the middle of march and you have to be under the cap by the time the, the league year right. starts so
2: but well, more important and i mean every team has to be under but they've done it without having to get rid of good players mm-hmm. a lot of teams wind up getting like we've seen it already i mean the cleveland browns just cut a pretty good safety in john johnson who could be a packer mm-hmm. i mean as a guy that i think the Packers will at least look at at, at, at if they're going to sign a safety. And he also knows he played in Joe Barry's defense with the Rams, so that's even more, more another connection. Mm-hmm. The Giants are going. To, the Giants last year had to cut James Bradbury, who went to the Eagles and became you know a really good corner.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, the, the, I think the Giants are going to have to cut a few other people this year to to try to sign Daniel Jones and and Saquon Barkley.
3: Yep. And the interesting thing I saw on with with that one real quickly cuz I know that you had some ties to the NFC East at one time. Hmm. The Giants might be in an either or situation. Oh, they're in trouble. Depending with those two in in particular, but I I mean, I don't know. If you if you if you like Daniel Jones, I was I was watching one of the ESPN shows and they said, "Well, the Giants might need one more year to be sure on Daniel Jones." And I'm like, "How many more years do you need?" <laughs> you know, well, he's it's just, it's you know he's. They've had four seasons of him. So how? What do you mean they need another another season to figure oh, that whole thing?
2: To, and this is just my opinion, but I think the Giants' success last year kind of kind of hurt. Them, is going to hurt them in the long run because when Joe Shane and Brian Dable got there, they obviously didn't. They didn't give Jones his fifty-year option. So they were looking like all right, we're, we'll play this guy. this the Giants did not think they were making the playoffs last year. I. I you give them a lie detector and asked them if they thought they were making it. No, there's no way they thought they were making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They, they they cut people. They got rid they had to clean up the mess that, that Gettleman and Joe Judge made over the last the prior, whatever, mm-hmm. year. Yeah, They were a mess. They had bad players making crazy money. They had – they were – no, they were – so if the Giants would have gone 5-12 and 12 like they were supposed to, Jones and Barkley are both gone. They're not signing either one of them. They're moving on – and they're, they're starting over with a quarterback in the draft and a running back wherever. And, but because they made the playoffs and actually won a playoff game, cause they beat the overrated over everything Vikings in the playoffs. Now they're kind of stuck. They're like, Oh shoot. Now can we let these guys go? We, we made them the, the New York fans and New York media are going to go crazy if they let both of those guys go now. Right. And you can't listen to them. I, I still think the giants should do the right thing. And I don't, I'm, Listen, I hope they I hope they give Barkley a ton of money and hope they give Jones a ton of money and they're stuck in there because they're not Jones and Barkley. Barkley's going to get hurt again. He's been he's been hurt as much as he's been healthy. And Jones is just a guy. You're not going to Super Bowl with Daniel Jones.
3: Listen to this conversation and be glad that the Packers are not the Giants. Yeah. Right.
2: Even though the Giants, the last, even though the Giants had a better year in 2022 i'd rather be the Packers.
3: cautionary tale yeah it's exciting it's exciting to win it's great and i love the fact that they beat the vikings and i'll always appreciate i'll always (laughs) appreciate the giants for knocking them off that was that was awesome that was was, yeah that was a lot of fun you know and then then and then all the calls that the vikings in 2022 were frauds was that it's only going to exacerbate that theory but yeah the packers i mean they've they've got they've got some room to work now you you talked about well, the safety from yeah. Cle- you, you talked about the safety from Cleveland. I mean, there's other positions and, and there's areas. Lot, there's,
2: there are there are going to be more than a few safeties available in free agency. Mm-hmm. That's the one Johnson I mentioned from Cleveland. Well, here's the, the thing kid if, from the if, Eagles who I mentioned well, Gardner we, Johnson. Well, we talked about before the Bates show from Cincinnati is really good. So you got a lot. Of, so you, from Buffalo.
3: So you got a bunch of guys, but you also have a guy on the roster right now that might be moving to safety.
2: Roswell Douglas, who I've been saying that since the day I met him in Philly. And now Guttenkunst actually met. Was, I don't know if he was asked or volunteered it, but he talked about that that being a possibility. And I think it would be great. I think that's what he is. I think he'd be a very good free safety. I mean, his weaknesses. And, are, and listen, I'm I'm a big Russell Douglas fan. You know that. I think it was a great move when they picked him up. I've known the kid from the, when he was drafted. jersey kid, which I like that too. Mm-hmm. His his weakness is he's not the fastest corner. No, league, he so.
3: does not have he does not have good he, corner he, speed at all.
2: But he, but as a safety, his he's not the fastest safety in the league, but he's certainly not. He's a middle of the pack speed but at, at safety.
3: Well, that's fine. And you said it perfectly before the, before the show, what was his best attribute?
2: He watch looking at the quarterback
3: when everything's in front of him. Yes. When he has to turn his hips, the fluidity's not there. He yep. doesn't have the speed and that's where he gets he into gets trouble because, him. and then the other problem too was, and I think Goody might've mentioned this as well. And, and, there was there was a lot of issues with safety help and safety communication this past year as well. I think yep. Joe Barry even said it during the season, not blaming the safeties and saying that it was all their fault. There's there's all kinds of different things that go into the mechanics of playing secondary, but you br- bring in some smart, just bring in a really smart, good. Smart.
2: We know that, right? Well,
3: you know what, Mark, and obviously I I know that this is you know you you can't just uh, duplicate some of these great players, but I the Super Bowl forty five has been on a couple times lately on TV, which I love every time. I mean, it's like you know. Okay. Talk about shows that you always watch when they're on, whether mm-hmm. you've just watched them or not. Nick Collins. Yes. I forgot what a phenomenal combination of size. He was a big dude. Size yeah. and speed that he was, but he was also very smart. Just, yes. and the Packers do a good job of bringing in smart guys. Like, look, just find a baller, ball player, safety, bring him in, let him work. If you're going to move Rasul there, because, you know, we I think we both agree. Darnell Savage is going to stay on the Packers. He's going to move into the slot, and so yes,
2: that would make sense, right?
3: Yeah, and he's not right, so he's not going to be a safety anymore, which is great. Fine, let him make a play. I mean, he had a pick six last year off a tip in a, in a different position. So ride the wave, use and you've that, got use his strengths,
2: which is his strength is his speed. Yeah, and he's a and he's not a bad cover. Let him be the nickel. Yeah, in order to move him around. I mean, Jair's – I hope Barry learned that you you put Jair on your best. On the other team's best receiver, right? At least finally, most of the
3: Finally, finally, you know, <laughs> two you years, two years in. Time because
2: yeah, it's just you can't. But you know, let let Jair cover mm-hmm. Jefferson. Let him cover St. Brown when they play the Lions. Whoever, whoever it is, let him cover that guy. Right. And then, and then you got Stokes. Stokes on the other side, and let Savage play the slot. And then you got Rosal, and then you got to add or draft a safety for the other spot.
3: Now the Packers did get just on a, on a side note. We talked about this beforehand too. The Packers did get a little. Goody did talk a little bit about the injured guys. So Eric Stokes is still recovering from an injury. Right. It sounds he's like ahead he's of well. It's, he's ahead of schedule, but it sounds like he should be present at camp. And I'm assuming he'll start on pup. And then I don't know if he's right. going to be able to start the season in week one. But then oh. we'll go from there. But if he's coming back and you're getting Jair and and you've got Rasul who's who's still with this team. You know, don't forget, Keisha, I can play a little DBs. Now, maybe not not the first guy you want right. out there. Although he is he is the epitome to me of the heady veteran that I kind of yeah. want. I want that mentality with the defense. And so, let me ask you this: since we started on safety, do you think, in a, as a free agent, if the Packers are going to spend money, is is that where they start safety? Yes.
2: Oh, absolutely. Okay, I think. So. And it's that matches what Goody said. One is, it's I think it's their biggest need.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, they have others, but it's up there. It's if not one, it's two, and. It's not a great safety draft. Yeah, there's like, only a couple. I love the kid from Alabama, and it's on, but it's 50-50 that he's there at 15.
3: Branch, yeah.
2: Yeah, I love him, but he. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be there. And after him, it's a big drop-off to the kid from TCU and then a bigger drop-off after that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of those guys, other than Branch, I'm not sure any of them can come in and start right away. Now, some of them might turn out to be good players. I'm sure they'll be. Every draft has guys that you don't think, and they turn out to be a good player. But Packers need a guy now. They need a guy to start. They don't. They can't groom a safety. I mean, they can. They can still take one in the third round. I mean, we've seen the Packers do that. Sign. They signed Preston and Zadarius Smith, and still draft Rash- Rashawn Gary. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I could see them still drafting a safety, but not asking him to come in and start. Whereas the free agent, they, they would ask to come in and start. So yeah, I think I think safety is number one. And, and I guess, and we as we mentioned earlier, there's there's more than a couple good free agent safeties available.
3: Right. No, there. Yeah, there are. And I and I also think too, Brian Gutekunst is not going to reach for. I, I mean, at, at this point, he's got a system. He's got players that he likes. He's not going to reach. So they'll do what they do. If they stay at fifteen and or if they maneuver around, they decide to trade back and pick up a couple other picks or things like that too. Trust the process. I think the Packers will do do fine. They're not going to reach for a safety just because they need a safety. That's not at all no, the way the Packers not. have done business. That's not what they've done. I mean. Ted did more of that, and he was known as the draft and scouting guy. Ted did more of that than I've seen Goody do it. And actually, it bit Ted a little bit. The Dayton Jones pick didn't work out too well, right? Right. when when they when they needed that Clinton Dix I guess you could say he gave him a couple seasons but you know for a first round pick he didn't turn out at all what he should have been for a first round I don't
2: know what I don't know what happened to
3: him he's out of the league so obviously he's not playing football anymore listen some guys some guys get in here and I and I and I think and Mark I mean you know you could tell me some stories maybe but some guys get into the league and they're wide-eyed and excited and they're rookies and then after a year or two and of being in the league and seeing how it works and how big these guys are and how good the competition is I, I think some guys are just like man I I think it's the end of the road, and they just changed yeah, their mind.
2: You might be, and usually guys from Alabama aren't like that. But Dix was—I mean, I thought that was a great pick when they made it. He played pretty; he had a decent rookie year. He had an All-Pro year, a Pro Bowl year. Was it a second or third year where mm-hmm. it looked like this? Go out oh, wow, this—this kid's going to be something. He had like yeah. seven interceptions one year.
3: I thought so right? too. Yep.
2: And he looked like everything was there, and then all it, he just fell off the table. He just—and uh, it wasn't like he didn't get hurt. It wasn't like. I mean, I've seen a lot of guys get injured, and then they're, not, they're, they're never the same. But that wasn't the case. It just—I'm uh, baffled by it. that's one of the, one of the a handful of players that just—they're—they—they baffled me how they just that didn't. And he went to other teams. They traded oh. him to Washington. He didn't do anything there. He went end up the Bears. Didn't Cowboy do anything West. there. No. He didn't was, even make the Cowboys. No. I mean, it was just—he just lost it. Um,
3: it happened. Well, until like, until that point, then I mean, so. When you're in a position like the Packers are, where they need it, they've got a, a an entire area of the of the defense safety that needs some fortification. You've got to bring in guys that are known entities. You can't draft and hope that works right. out. You so that's, that's why good. Free, and yeah. listen, you know appreciate Brian Gudikins. I feel like we've already heard him way more than we heard Ted. Ted spoke once a year, I
2: think. And said nothing.
3: And said nothing. And and Brian Gudikins has, has been more available lately and, and he makes himself available if anything big happens. And I think when the Rogers decision comes out, he'll probably have something to say about that too. He's going to have yes. to come out and and if nothing else, he's going to have to come out and, and if it's Jordan Love, he's going to have to sing the hell out of the praises of Jordan Love and get that Well He
2: started the other day.
3: Yep. Yeah, that was so that was interesting, right? That was breaking, breaking trends, breaking character. And it's like You know, I, for once as Packers fans, we have to appreciate the transparency. It takes some of the mystery out of what it is that they're doing, but it also should give us a lot more faith that this team knows they've, and they have known what they're doing and they've already got all the different scenarios figured out. So whatever is going to happen, the Packers are not going to have to figure anything out between now and next week. We will, because we don't know what the answer is, right? They already know. They already know the answers, and I'll bet you Aaron Rodgers for the most part probably knows all the answers as well. Yes. Wouldn't we love to live inside their head for just a minute so we <laughs> could know what it is that's that's going on? So, and I've already we've already talked about it here. I think you and I are both very much in support of Jordan Love. You're a fan of Love. Mm-hmm. If it's his time oh, okay. and you think it should be his time, then yes. rock and roll with ten, and let's see what we have there.
2: Uh, um, yep. Well, I wrote a story last year, right about this time last year. It, it appeared in that. Um, I want to get this right. Is it the, the Cheesehead TV draft guide? Yeah. Yep. About Brian Guten. I did a feature on him, and I talked to a lot, of, a couple of people that know him. One knows him real well, and the other knows him a little bit. And the the, the key quote to the story kind of was, "His career will be defined by Jordan Love, mm-hmm. just as in looking at past Packer history, Ron Wolf, Brett Favre, Favre. and Ted Thompson, Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. Well, Jordan Love. I mean, if if Jordan Love. Turns into you know a top tier NFL quarterback. Ryan Gutenkunz is a top tier NFL general manager. No, oh, here's here's the way I'll if measure Love that. If Love's a bust, yeah. If Love turns out to be you know a, like a, like a lot of other first round quarterbacks, you know Josh Rosen or oh, geez. Jake Locker or Christian Ponder. Or I can go on and on. If he turns into one, at Brandon Whedon. If he turns into one of them, Ryan Gutenkunz might be out of might be out of work in a couple of years.
3: That's very possible. Yeah, and I will so, just I'll just say this. My bar for that is if Jordan Love comes in and the Packers are contending for the division and they're making the playoffs and they're getting into the tournament more often than not, to me, that's, That's it's successful. Yep. People are going to want to, people are going to say it's not be unless there's a Super Bowl. but I mean that, that, if I I don't know that I agree with the spoiled Packer fan thing, all uh, on all fronts, but to say that a quarterback is not successful if they never get to a Super Bowl. Okay. I mean, you could say they're not going to go to the hall of fame, maybe. Right. But that doesn't mean that it was a bad pick. If the Packers yeah. are competitive and they get in the tournament every year, or more often than not, again, to me, that's a success. We can't expect another Hall of Fame quarterback. It just the, the you know history says the regression to the mean is going to happen, and and so the Packers have had you know the better part of the last half century of great quarterback play, and some people still complain and say they underachieved. I say we've watched a lot of really fun football games and a lot of yeah. playoff games that other fan bases didn't get to watch even if they have just as many or more Super Bowls than we do. And I know that those are are worth more. And maybe some people would say, Hey, I'll take, and we talked about this last week or the week before where it was like, Hey, would you, you know, would you take being bad for six years? If it means you're definitely going to get a championship this year. And I don't know. I just, why would I want to toss five or six years of watching my team away? I don't even know if a championship is worth that anymore. But, I don't know,
2: yeah, but it's, it's a great question. It's a question I used to ask all the time in Philly. I
3: guess. And I guess it just depends how much ammo you need and what kind of friends you have that you need to argue with all the time. Because, you know, sometimes well, if it becomes, you've never
2: won one. If you've never won, if you're the Cleveland Browns, and then you want one finally. Or the Detroit Lions, just win one, I think. And you're older. You're like, no, I, yeah, I'll take winning a Super Bowl before I die. And I don't care after that. They can be bad for. six. Yeah, or just other, win I'm, one. I'm used to them being bad anyway, so I can take six years of bad. To know that they want it in 2024 or whatever, yeah. You know, yeah. But when you've won them before, you just want to be good all the time. Mm-hmm. We're, we're lucky enough that we've seen, I've, you know, we've seen the Packers win Super Bowls. Right. Yeah, but if, like I said, if you're the Cleveland Browns, the Detroit Lions, Jacksonville Jaguars, like you know, there's Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, you might you might take that one. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah. I mean, and take yeah take take the take the championship and go. And there's there we can debate that forever. There's there's going to be both sides of the coin there. I say make it competitive and make it good, and I think Jordan Love. I,
2: I I'm, a, I'm, I'm really, to be honest, as a fan, again, I'm going, I'm going to play fan because that's what we are, right? At, at, this show, at we're, the show, um, we're not, we're Packer fans. I'm, if I'm going to be really excited, win, lose, whatever, to see Jordan Love play next year. Mm-hmm. I just want to see. Yeah, and I'm going to be really excited and really looking forward to it. Yep. If what I don't think, if for some reason Rogers comes back, I'm still going to, I, I'm just, I, I told, I said it when we started how much I like Rogers, but I don't want to see the same thing over and over again. I've seen this, this show has been on too many times now. Well, let me, let me put it this way
3: and this might come out wrong, but it's the only example I can think of right now. And I do mean this, you know, and I, everyone always says it with all due respect, and I really do mean it in this, in this case, cause I love Aaron Rogers and what he's done. I still think he can play, but yeah. here's the thing, here's the thing. When you're driving a car, okay. And you're at 150,000 miles. And you're driving along every time you get in that car and you drive it somewhere, you know, there's a possibility that yep. a light's going to come on, you know, a tire might pop it. And, and if it does, you can only say to yourself, well, I, I should have seen it coming. Right. And yep. so that to me is kind of what it becomes. The longer the Packers stick with Aaron Rodgers, eventually it's going to be the massive decline. It's going to be the OK, it is it is time to be done. And we can say he had the broken thumb last year. He's still in great shape. He can still play, and maybe he can. He just had an MVP season the the, uh, the season before last. So it's not like he's. It's been years since he's played really good football. It's only been two. Right. But no, no, I'm not. He's going to turn forty. This has
2: 40. to do with Rodgers. This has, this it, has to do with. Its well, it's I, its I'm time.
3: just. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm just saying. Like that's why I. I'm in your camp. Like I'm. I'm just saying. Like to me. That's what watching Aaron Rodgers again in 2023 Mm -hmm. with the Packers to me is going to be like, it's going to be like, when, you know, when's When's the decline going to happen? When is, when is, when is there going to be like a terrible game ending? And you guess you could say it was against the lions, but a terrible game ending pick and stuff that we saw with Favre where it was just like, Oh geez. Now that might've been more attitudinal because he went to Minnesota and played well, two years later, really well, but it's, it's a 40 year old quarterback and, and, so like you said, let's, let's just the future, let's, the future is now let's, let's see what we got, but
2: well, getting back to what I just said before about the quote I got from the, the guy close to, that knows uh, Goody pretty well about love will define his tenure as, as a, as a Packers general manager. Well, if they're to bring Rogers back and love never, and love, if love never plays for the Packers, well, that kind of defines a little bit too, right? You took a guy, you took a quarterback in the first round and you never, any, you wind up trading him or he leaves. Mm-hmm. That's not good. That's not a good definition. Right. I mean, Wolf traded for Favre, not knowing what he was getting. Really, Favre was a looked like a bust in Atlanta. At, at, for at, it was only one year, but he didn't certainly didn't look like he was. You know, when the Packers gave up a first round pick to get him. I remember Packer fans back then being like, "What? We traded a first round pick for this guy from Atlanta, that, out of shape and this and that, and you know, and turned out to be it got Ron Wolf into the Hall of Fame."
3: Thank you. Thank you for being inept in that way, Jerry Glanville.
2: Yeah, but I mean, Packer I'm just, I'm just saying that trade didn't look when it when it happened. No, nobody, very few people said, "Oh man, the Packers made a great trade." It was like, well, they traded a first round pick, and and now they had two that year, so that made it easier, but still, it worked out. Got Wolf in the Hall of Fame. Yep. When Ted Thompson, uh, we all know when Ted Thompson drafted Aaron Rodgers, that people wanted to kill him. Mm-hmm. that was. They were. He was
3: booed on mercy. Well, do you remember the guy in the in the the atrium who confronted Ted Thompson? And said the only place Aaron Rodgers is taking you is to the toilet bowl. <laughs> Yeah, and, so and mean, listen yeah. that's just that's that's part of the that's part of the the lumps that you take as a general manager i mean right. ryan gutekunz is going to get fried no matter what he does because there's going to be a uh, you know one half's gonna be happy the other half's not yeah you know, that's what you get paid all that money to is is to make those decisions and and take that kind of heat because it's it's that's, it, it can be kind of thankless sometimes from the half of the fan base that doesn't agree with what you're doing
2: well again because fans are more when when the when well when they traded for far they did need it i mean they had Mikowski, but, you know, Wolf wanted his own guy. Holmgren wanted his own guy. That wasn't their guy. And they liked what they saw in Favre, so they, they made that move. But, it, like, again, Favre wasn't – he was a was—he was, he was man. Holmgren, I, I wonder. I mean, if Favre would have stayed in Atlanta, he wouldn't have been Favre.
3: No. Oh, no. He wouldn't No, He would have just fizzled out, or he – I don't know if somebody would have discovered him, but he would have taken a lot longer.
2: And I think, and if he went to some other team, I don't think, you know, he went to the perfect place. Mike, I love, Mike Hongram's one of the greatest coaches. How he's not in the Hall of Fame is a, I'm, I'm, I'm writing that story soon. But I mean, Dick Vermeil does not belong in the Hall of Fame ahead of Mike Holmgren. That's that's ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Coryell doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame ahead of Mike Holmgren. That's also ludicrous. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Holmgren, Holmgren, create i mean he made he really far d- owes a lot of his success to Mike Holmgren. that's all i'm going to say 100 wasn't great and i didn't have an unbelievable arm and all kind of stuff but Holmgren got the the most out of it made Hol- him a quarterback is
3: the, is the head coach but also andy reed
2: andy Raw, yeah and, and mariucci and it was a great staff too yes yep but as andy reed said to me when i talked to, when i I, I, I told you this quote a couple weeks ago when, when i was telling my andy reed stories reed and his you know said you know four got it got us the jobs we didn't you know <laughs> He, he, we all got jobs because of number four. Yeah, right. So
3: and we talked about that before
2: too. Yeah, but so now you know, Goody and in Love, they're they're gonna and again like like and I'm with you. If Love wins the Super Bowl, oh my God, that'd be, that that gets that gets Goody some Hall of Fame vote, right? I mean, but yeah, if, if Love starts next year and the Packers are back in the playoffs, I think I don't think anybody can be un, can be
3: not happy. Then it went that. fine. I mean, the only thing you could say is yeah, they could have traded Rodgers a couple years prior and got other assets, well, but they, yeah, but it's the butterfly effect too. If you trade. Him two years ago what happens this year and next year and so just take the win as it comes if they make the playoffs and loves a quarterback that's a good thing end of story
2: listen i i mean looking back yes they should have they should have made that deal with they should have, he should be in denver instead of russell wilson and denver would have been happier hackett would probably still be the head coach the packers would have gotten a bunch of draft picks they I mean, they wouldn't have been any worse than they did like they, they if they didn't make the playoffs but they didn't make it anyway so i mean that but that's all hindsight and in goody's behalf and murphy whoever was in you know it's hard to trade the MVP.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: it's hard to trade the guy after he wins his second consecutive MVP. Right, it just is. I mean, uh, you know, even though they would have gotten a lot, you know, it's just hard to do that. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, absolutely. We'll so what, hopefully next week we'll have an answer when we when we when we're back here next week. Hopefully we'll know what's going on.
3: Have some clarity and and take your time, Aaron. Just you know until Wednesday afternoon or, or Wednesday it would night. Be perfect. Right. Wednesday around three 30. Well, Mark, you've got, you know, people around the league. It's just make some phone calls and make it happen. Okay. Snap your well, fingers. I, I, and make
2: I, it. I wanted Aaron to come like, again, he was going to come on with us tonight, but he, that Aubrey guy, you know, I, yeah. I don't, they're, they're a little tighter.
3: A little, just a little bit. Yeah. They're, they're good friends from, from a whole three years ago. So right. it's, it's, you know, that's, that's, that's what supersedes us. But <laughs> what is, you've talked a little bit about Packer report before we go. Uh, what is up now? What's coming up?
2: Actually, what's up is a lot what, of what we just talked. About. I, I have I, I've been doing the position by position. Well, this is a, is the secondary, and I got a little lucky. I wrote about moving Douglas to safety prior to the general manager saying he they just may do that. Uh, so that's up now. Just that the secondary is I think it's a talented secondary, but there's as many questions as there is talent there, and what and they have to decide what they want to do. But yeah. I know.
3: a lot of decisions coming I think the first domino though needs to be the quarterback and we should know hopefully by the time yeah, we're hopefully. recording next week but, I hope so you know, or if not the week after that for crying out loud we're already well in we March, gotta now. know by that yeah because then free agency starts <laughs> free so. agency. Yeah. well thanks everybody for rolling along with this edition of the Pack Day podcast we will be back again next week on Thursday as always everyone enjoy your weekend hope winters is treating everybody well wherever you're at and as always go Pack Go